0: Welcome to our Fabric Podcast series, Lucky Number Seven. Um, today, I'm very privileged to have Amy Reed, uh, who's a general manager of customer marketing and commercial effectiveness at the REA Group. She's a very accomplished marketer, and I'm really excited to um, sort of deep dive into everything uh, marketing with her today uh, in relation to to property advertising, but. Um, I'll let you do some talking too, Amy. Um, but so to, 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 uh, we've known each other for a little while. I'm Fortunate enough to meet you at um, at, a, at a few different events. But why don't you go ahead and tell tell us a little bit about yourself and your background?
1: So um, I'm originally from the UK, as I'm sure you can pick up from the accent. Um, I've been in Australia for 18 years, um, and I've been at REA for the last eight. Um, so I've worked my way up from a from a marketing manager to the role that I'm in now, that really looks at B2B marketing from across product marketing, go to market, events, loyalty, customer research, um, analytics, and also the sales operations and enablement. So it's a varied role that keeps me very busy.
0: That's well, I know, I know it does. Uh, We uh, (laughs) struggle. So it's, that is, well, it's very exciting. And again, it, it sort of leads me to some of the things we're going to talk about today. So um, we might just jump right jump right into it, but it's it's it, you mentioned that you'd been there for eight years, and um, and you guys are so REA's uh, certainly uh, they're always at the forefront of of um, trying new things and different things. Um, and over the last over your period of time, like they would have launched uh, or tried sort of thousands of different things. Is there anything that sort of stands out in your mind that that was like really like creative or different or challenging or or something you didn't think that was going to work that did or, or or something that really stands out for you?
1: The the one that comes to mind is actually one of the first things that I worked on at REA, and the reason I'm going to talk to it is because it's something that we have evolved and optimised over the past eight years, rather than it being something that we launch and move on to the next shiny thing. Um, And that is our our annual REA Excellence Award, so our areas. Um, And we launched those eight years ago um, in order to really recognise the excellence that is across our industry. Um, we didn't know how it would go. We didn't know how customers would respond. And it was a great success in the first year. But I think the the thing that makes me want to talk to it is the fact that we have grown it in significance year on year on year, always listening to our customers and trying to understand what do we need to do better? What do we need to do differently? Um and we're now on evolution number nine, and we're bringing some some brand new um, criteria in this year so that we can, again, recognize an even broader set of, of customers across the industry. Yeah. I, think, I mean, again, I think
0: we all, I mean, we just certainly take um, a lot of, uh, we, we do a lot with our awards and a lot with our events and, and that's So it's something that's certainly very important for the industry, but it's nice to be recognized when it's not just by your own company, but by, by externally. So it's uh, certainly a great award. So um, so that is a good one. Um Sort of, and I'll jump around a little bit because I know that you work across a really broad um, stream I, I get, and it's, and for my, I've been at First National for six years um, and from the start, really it's, it's um, social media has been really, really, really focused, but there's been so many changes in social media and so many changes in the way that we market at the, at the moment. Is there any sort of the um, sort of notable shifts that you've, you've noticed, particularly over the last couple of years with, with social media and the things that are happening now that that probably weren't happening sort of four or five years ago?
1: I mean, our latest research tells us that 82% of agents are using social media to market themselves and market their property. So it's been around for a long I'm time. It's not that, I'm surprised it's that that, uh, that low. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not for everybody. That's true. Um, and you know what? A lot of agents are using it incredibly well, some not so well. Um, it is an incredible. Yeah, yeah. And it's an incredible. Um, platform the, there are incredible platforms multiple platforms that really provide agents I think with the opportunity to tell their story it's a great brand building tool um and then you know agents are also using it for properties but we also have a product and you know I wouldn't be rea without talking to the products mm-hmm. we've got that do those jobs for us as well um, which is audience maximizer which mm-hmm. instead of um, promoting the agent, it's about promoting the property, and that um, enables us to tap into the really targeted segment of both active and passive buyers, and target them not just on social but across the web as well.
0: Yep. Now we well, we have a similar product that does the same thing for First National, so so I'm very familiar with it. Um, the other thing that, and so I just wanted I just wanted to touch on a couple before we move into some other things, but the other one that um that has been has been really noticeable for. For us is um and the changes that have happened over the years is with video, average like video, everyone's video, you need a video, you need a properly video, you need videos of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um it, it so it again, it's that another one is have you seen any changes in the significance? Cause again, it was it was like, hey, you've got to be on video and video, and, and now I, I don't know if it's slowed down, but it certainly has changed. I mean, I think it's 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 um the videos are getting so good that it's it's uh, but just changes for you. I've got some some of my own ideas, but for, for you, what do you think is the most noticeable changes?
1: Well it definitely isn't slowing down. Video consumption has increased by 50% post-COVID. Yep. So we thought COVID might be the peak. It certainly hasn't been. Um, and a lot of that is just to do with the way that people are consuming media. It's not linear anymore. People are on their laptops. They're on their phones. Um, and that's why where video is so great at embedding itself in the experience that the the consumer is going through. Um, So we have video options on our listings, which are an incredible way for the consumer to do more research before they decide to reach out to the agent or reach out um, uh, and go to the OFI and also on um, profiles. But our product teams are absolutely looking at how we can integrate more video into more products because we know that um, video is not going anywhere. Yeah.
0: And it was, I mean, I, like, again, it, it sort of seemed to be like, you, you need a videographer, you need this, you need that. And then now there's so many apps and sort of different things that you can actually edit your own videos. You can do your own stuff on, on and people almost prefer it than the professional one that it's actually more real that you're walking more through it, you're yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's more in the moment. And that's what drives the authenticity. So, um, and I think, for agents it's so much about connecting with that consumer for it to feel authentic and for it to feel real is incredibly important
0: yeah no I agree it's a um it's because because people particularly when they're watching videos and they're doing 12 other things and they've got their tv on they're looking at their phone and they've got their their partner talking to the other room but like to watch a video rather than trying to read some content it's just much easier and so so it's yeah. so I, yeah I think it goes a long way for sure
1: Especially um, with subtitles so that you can watch it yeah, right. talking to your partner, but still understanding. What and again, platform. but a lot
0: of people don't even know you can just switch that on. So, so it, um, yeah. Yeah. So it is a, um, yeah, again, it's, I, I think it's certainly not going anywhere. And if you haven't dra- grabbed onto it yet that you really need to. so yeah, sorry, you mentioned something yeah. that was really interesting to me before uh, and something that I talk about all the time with our guys that coming from a media and advertising background um, that, um, if you wanted to reach an audience uh, 25 years ago or 30 years ago, you could just put an ad on the news channel nine, and you could kind of cover off like sort of 75 percent of the audience. Um, and you, you just can't do that anymore because people are consuming media in so many different ways. Do you think that um, from a from a from the marketing landscape point of view, uh, from a, from real estate agents, do you think that they are are still catching up with with that idea, that concept of 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 trying to of reaching their audience in multiple different ways?
1: Again, I think it's a it, it's there are agents that are doing that incredibly well and there are agents that are that are still catching up. Um, it's also about that consistency of message across all of those channels because different channels do different things, but it's incredibly important that they're all pointing back to a consistent story so that the consumer out there is getting to understand what you as an agent are all about and the type of properties that you sell and the and the type of community that you, want to be a part of so it's not just about the channels it's about the the different ways that you tell stories across those channels but also trying to drive some consistency which is what brand is all about
0: yeah I mean yeah you don't want to tell a story about yourself in one way and then they see you somewhere else and it's a different person because you're just starting over again so I think that's that's really good Good message. Um, and so I'm just touching on all these things that, that I have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. So you can help me explain them. Um, so the other thing that we get, I get asked about a lot is, and what can we do more of and better of, and is, is trying to speak to, um, like what makes me sound old, I uh, like millennials and uh, Gen Z, like, so understanding that that is, they may not be the purchaser now, or some of them could be, mm-hmm. um, but they are the future, and so, and so are we doing enough? And um, uh, as in, in the industry, talking to th- those consumers now.
1: So video is the channel for those consumers. So we've we've touched yeah. on video um, a lot. The other thing that is really important to um, the younger generations is content. So they like to access content when they want to access it, um, and that can be written format to alongside video. So. Um, content plays a big role at REA, um, as do guides. So we have a lot of guides that are pointed at first-time home buyers, people who are renting, um, really trying to help educate them and get them kind of agent-ready before they go and speak to an agent. Um, and I think that sort of advice is is a role that um, agents can play too. Um, yeah,
0: I think that's really good advice. We, we've done a lot with, uh, like particularly at the start of this year with, for some buyers and then sort of being told by the media that they may not be able to but maybe to get into the market and they, but educating them and from an agent point of view that hey you actually can and that these are the ways that you can do.
1: Yeah, making it accessible. Um, because the, the media loves to to scare us all about I do. About, they love a bad story. <laughs> um the other thing I'd love to plug at this point, if sure. I can, Ed, is um we've got a new event that we're launching in March next year on the twelfth of March in Sydney, yes. um, it's called Ready 24. And one of the streams um, for that event is um, about um, tech and innovation. And so there really? will be a lot of content on that day that's really focused on younger generations, what they're all about and how to grab their attention. Um, so that's just one part of it. But We've also got some incredible speakers lined up, Andre Agassi, Adam Goods, and Rachel Robertson, to really?
0: just a few. So, so you you touched on it. So, I I may have heard about this before. Um, just uh, so tell me that, that event though. So, it is a is it is it would you call it like a is it like a, a conference or is it like how's it going to be situated throughout today and how people I know you can get tickets to it, but if you, if it sells out, and you can't get tickets. Tell me, like, can, people can still get access to certain areas or the whole thing, or how does it look?
1: So the day will be feel. Um like a conference but an unordinary conference we've got three different um streams of content the one i said before around tech and innovation we've got another around community because we know that giving back to the community is important to our customers and it's really important to us and then the third is around peak performance so there will be um, a couple of um, headline sessions keynote speakers that are that are for everybody and then people will choose their own adventure to the type of content that they want to go to and then The day wraps up with what we're calling a block party, but we've secured Peking duck to throw a party at the end of the day and make sure that everybody has a great time.
0: Sounds very good. Um, We'll try to keep focused now. now I'm thinking about the party that night, but we'll (laughs) stay focused here. Um, So this, again, this is, uh, again, uh, giving you the opportunity to talk about the ways that REA can help our members. I think that's part of this today, for sure, for me. Um, but we so this year we've done a lot um with from from our first first uh, national head office team to try and get our members in front of their local area audience as much as possible so providing them with information that they can push out on their social media uh blog content um and we've done a whole range of things for them to to reach people there so it, it if, if this is is this something that you guys can help them with or other things that you guys are thinking about too because real estate agents are all in their local area and, and that's this is your specialty so what kind of stuff do you guys sort of do to focus on the local area
1: so there's a there's a few things that spring to mind the first is agent profiles and making sure they are up to date and really again telling your story keeping them authentic and making them feel real to you and not just set and forget If there's new things that you're doing, new awards that you've won, new ways that you're connecting with your community, keep them fresh um, and keep them up to date. Um, The other is a a simple one, but we know that people within the local area on realestate.com.au, week in, week out. So making sure that you're using the features within Premier Plus, we know at the moment only 20% of listings are bumping their listing up to the top during their campaign. But it actually drives twenty percent more property page views when you do bump. So make sure that you get an ignite bump your listings.
0: Yeah, um, and again, there's something that we're doing with you guys uh, at the towards the, the beginning of next year, and a few 100%. other pieces that, uh, again, particularly if you're already paying for this stuff, let let's what what take advantage of what's there because because you may just do doing the bare minimum, but paying for more that you're actually not using.
1: A hundred percent. Um, The other program that we have that's really focused on local communities is our community grants. So we drop a few of these a year, which is really the opportunity for customers to tap into some REA money to do something meaningful in their community. Um, And they get the recognition, we foot the bill. Um, So we've just wrapped up our last round, but there'll be another round um, in the new year. So keep your eyes open for that.
0: Yeah, and we'll certainly share that with the network for sure. So jumping around a little bit again, um, we've all uh, experienced probably the strangest few years that we've had uh, in our in our lifetime, really, and stuff that we hope never we have to deal with again. And I'm not even going to mention it because it gives me the cringest, cr- <laughs> cringe when I talk about it. But but again, it, it to me it's really interesting, particularly looking around the world that that our, our market um, sort of could, it forged, it got better uh, during that period as from a strength point of view, and. And while it was supposed to drop off, it, while it certainly has slowed, it, but the, you know, good properties still getting good prices. Think that listing listed properties are still going, so the market still seems to forge ahead. Why do you think Australia remains so strong and, and sort of has battled through these hard times, but continues to have a really buoyant uh, property market?
1: And the incident that happened that you won't name isn't the only example. When when the rest yeah, know, of the world sure. went through yeah. through the GFC again, Australia stayed more buoyant, and I think. It's a few reasons. We're a resilient nation um, and we should be really proud about that. We are also obsessed with property. It is one of the national pastimes. Um, and you combine that with the fact that we are some of the highest adopters of tech globally. Um, and so I think that just makes a, a a great scenario for the property market to remain buoyant. Um, people love their property and and people need to move.
0: Um now and this is, so this I I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't sort of talk about being that it's uh we're into December uh that, that I didn't talk about 2024. we're certainly bit really deep into to, to our planning and we've already got some things ready to go for 2024. um what do you think uh, like from a trend point of view and I I, I think I know what you're gonna say but uh, but we'll see um uh mm. biggest trends what what do you what do you think is going to be just something that everyone's talking about in 2024 in the proper in, in certainly the property world and property marketing.
1: I mean, AI is is going to continue to be um, the thing that's making a lot of noise. But I think really from a, a marketing perspective, what AI and machine learning can do is personalization. Oh. And that's what growth in marketing performance is all about. People want to hear things that are relevant, contextual, um, and are meeting the customer or the consumer where they are in their journey. So yeah. Um, it's not a new trend, but it's one that's going nowhere, and I think um, a lot of marketers um, and a lot of agents will be doubling down on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was almost it was almost the, a the theme from early 2023, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's only grown, and and the and the AI has gotten stronger. And there's been you know another 55,000 uh, AI companies that have started. Uh, surprise, surprise. So yeah, yeah, I certainly I agree. I, that was what I was expecting you to say. Um, and but just on that too, because you guys do amazing work obviously in australia but you also you guys are very embedded in the international market is there anything that's sort of happening in the international real estate market or real estate marketing market that you isn't happening here that you think will may move over here? Or is it sort of the same thing
1: same? there are pockets of differences i think they're all following along similar trends um, over in the US, there have been some really cool examples of AI used to design your um, dream property. And oh. that's then taking a more kind of practical angle of what you could do to the property that you own to help it sell for more. So I think, um, I think that's exciting. The other stuff that we as a business are keeping our eye on is there is a trend, not just in property, but, but across technology of just more of the process moving online. So there are a couple of players globally who are looking to accept offers online within the listing. So that's something that we're we're keeping a close eye on too.
0: Very good. Well, I I don't have much more. I just but I just want to thank you so much for um, spending some time with us today. And, and uh, I know that, uh, I, again, you're, you're always a, a, a bevy of knowledge whenever we catch up. So I look forward to the next conversation that we have. But thank you so much for helping us with our, our fabric podcast. Um, uh, this is a series that we uh, that initiative that started this year, and uh, it will certainly continue. But it was really, it was great to have you here. I really appreciate your uh, time today. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks,
0: Amy. you See you soon.